All right. Welcome to the podcast today, a podcast where we talk marketing, farm marketing, business, business strategy, but all with an eye towards helping farms, farmers, and those of us who market farm products, farm services, help us market our companies and products better. And today's no exception. We're going to be talking about what is arguably one of the single most important things that we need to do for our businesses. And uh, I'll kind of step back. If, you, if you're a farmer, great. If you're running a farm-based business, great. If you're any type of a small business, pay attention to this because believe me when I tell you, this is probably one of the most important things to get right for your business. Let's get into it. I have a love-hate relationship with marketing. Really? I've got to do what? All I want to do is farm. Welcome to the SI Farmer Podcast. If you want to market your farm, farm-based business, or craft food business directly to the consumer, this is the place for you. Welcome to the show. You know, when I was a kid, my dad came to me. This is probably in the late 1970s. He came to me and he said, son, I want to build a deck. And I was like, cool, dad. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm there. Can I drive the nails? So dad and I went out and we, he brought the lumber in and we unloaded everything, carried it around to the back of the house and we started putting up strings. And I was like, dad, we're setting up strings. I want to be nailing stuff together. We're building stuff. And he says, son, if we get this part right and we take the time and get everything square and plumb and level, rest of the deck's easy. And that was some great advice. If we get the basics, the the little things that are critical toward building a foundation right, the rest of it's easy. Ask any builder you know. If you if your foundation is out of square, man, you chase that the rest of the building. You know, that's it's pretty important to get the get the little stuff, the the stuff that makes the foundation right. And I'm going to tell you that this is important, and I hope that you listen and, and, and take advantage of this, because if you're willing to do a little bit of work yourself, this is free. It doesn't cost you a thing except a little bit of time. Now, there are services you can pay for. We offer them. Other companies offer them that you can focus on getting the information right once, and it does all the work for you. But if, you, if you're on a budget... You can do this for free. It takes a little bit of time. But to understand it, we sort of need to go back a little bit and understand a little bit of technology. Because I think that's important. And technology adoption, and we can look even, you know, heck, I'm a farmer. If you want to talk about farming, I'm, I love talking farming. When my grandparents farmed, they had horses. But by the 1920s, 1930s, tractors were starting to become, you know, they were the deal. By 1945, just 15, 20, 15 to 25 years later, tractors had overtaken horses as the predominant way we were farming in, in, in America. Look at um, Precision Ag. It's on, it, it's really taking over. I mean, heck, I run a, commercial forage farm and our swather is auto steer our tillage tractor auto steer it little bit of a headache to set up but it saves time 
saves fuel, and it's becoming more and more accessible, even on smaller tractors now. What used to be for just the huge mega tractors and the mega farms to be able to do this, it's now accessible to even the small farmers, and it's on smaller tractors. That technology adoption works the same way when we talk about marketing. I mean, think about this. I remember as a kid when living coming out here on the farm, we were on a party line. You know, four or five houses shared the same telephone line. You pick up the phone, somebody else, somebody from another house down the street would be on it. But it took 45 years from the time when 5% of the company, 5 company, 5% of the country had landline telephones. It took 45 years for it to get to where 50% of the company country had landline phones. Think about that. 45 years to go from 5% to 50%. Now, when we look at, you know, when we look back at mobile phones, when they first started becoming available to, you know, normal people, it took seven years to go from that 5% of the country having a mobile phone to 50% of the country having a mobile phone. It took five, seven years. I mean, think about how fast that adoption happened. Part of it's cable, part of it's last mile problems, part of it's, you know, those things. But the adoption of technology is, and the time it takes to adopt that technology you know, is getting smaller and smaller. Think about this. In 1875, the first phone book was printed. And this was a big deal. Now you could look up what your neighbor's phone number was and call them. Phone books, for the most part, were a predominant part of small business advertising for generations, decades. I remember my dad stressing over the ad in the local phone book because it was really, really expensive. And he really stressed over because you had to get it right or, you know, it didn't work. And it was a lot of money. I want to say, oh, back in the early 80s, he was paying $2,000, $3,000 for a small ad in the yellow pages. Well, if you think about this, in most phone companies, the vast majority of phone companies stopped printing phone books over a decade ago. Over a decade ago, most phone companies stopped printing phone books. I mean, when was the last time you used a phone book? I mean, I wish they weren't around when I was a kid. Not that I ever got in trouble at all, but... Man, if you got in trouble, teachers make you hold the phone book out, like hold the phone book at the end of your arms. And, and that was tiring. Not that I would know. I wouldn't know about that. But, you know, the the phone book was the predominant way we looked up businesses. We found businesses and services. Well, that's not the, that's not the case anymore. I'm going to throw a number out. It's a really big number. But $8.5 billion. It's a number I saw just recently. Number of Google searches per day, 8.5 billion. 
It's hard to even wrap our minds around that. Here's another stat that's really, that kind of, man, 8.5 billion searches per day. 46% of all of those searches were for local businesses. Now, take that the next step. So 4 billion searches a day for local business. Now, take that to the next step. 50% of people who searched for a local business or service contacted that business or service within 24 hours. And I, I forget where I saw that stat, but it, it you know, so now you're at 2 billion people contacted a business or service that they searched for within 24 hours. I think it's, it's another interesting thing. I mean, 58% of consumers, that's how they find businesses, and that's current. That number is going to go up and up and up, you know. So, you know, we need to be findable. We need to be findable. And we'll get into, you know, what's called uh, uh, reputation, online reputation. We'll, we'll, we'll probably do a whole podcast on that. But understanding the reputation of our business, because when people look us up, our reputations are visible online. And that's in the form of reviews. And so, you know, when you there's a whole set of statistics and a whole things that we talk about in reputation management because people trust reviews. I mean, think about it. If you go out to eat and you look up on the one of the popular restaurant search sites and you see a, you know, one star rating and there's 200 ratings and it averages one star, man, you might might not want to eat there. I mean, you you'd think about it. But so, you know, it's important, but you know, we're talking about a, a different thing. We're talking about making sure our information is, you know, we want to make sure it's accurate, timely, which means if there are changes and updates that they are made in a timely manner so that our information remains accurate, we want to make sure that that information is relevant to our business. And then here's the big one. Here's the big one. This is the important one that we, we want to make sure we have accurate, timely, relevant information it has to be available, which means it has to be findable. You know, let's sort of jump back just a second because I think the technology adoption is interesting. And I know when I talk to my, my buddies, my I, I'm kind of an oddity. Most of my friends are a few years older than me, some in the term of in the you know, decades older than me. And I can hear them cussing about technology every day. I don't like it. I don't like this phone. I don't like this thing. And the next minute they pull up their phone, look up a piece of information, whether it's a phone number or a fact or a part number. Think about how much time that just saved them. So, you know, there are good and bad things about technology in our lives. I mean, we could do all, we could talk for days about the influence of social media on our youth and on ourselves and the impact of media in general. But there's no arguing that there are positives as well. And when we talk about marketing a business, 
man, that's a positive. We now have a, a, a virtually free way to market our business, to get our information out there so it's accurate, timely, relevant, and available. We can now do this for virtually no cost. Now, there are reasons for that because the big companies, the Googles, the Facebooks, the Yelps, the all of these companies, they make money by giving people information. And people are only going to search for that information if that information is accurate, timely, relevant, and, and available. But they make the trade. They give us a way to get our information out there. They make their money in a different way off of advertising. And so, you know, we need to need to think a little bit about, you know, instead of, you know, when we grumble about the, the, the bad side of technology, and there is, I could talk about it for days, especially when the phone rings when I don't want it to, and it's on my hip, so I can't get away from it. There's also a good side, and there's also some things, some positive things that it has done for our society as a whole. You know, during the pandemic, can you imagine the isolation people would have felt if they couldn't stay connected and stay in contact with their friends and family and their support group? I think we should look at, you know, you know, when we talk about that, that, that good side of the technology – I think search is such a, a an interesting thing. If you can imagine telling your grandparents or your great-grandparents that someday you'd have a box that you carried with you that wasn't much bigger than a deck of cards, that you would have access to the entire compendium of human history and, and human knowledge in this box that you could talk to this box and this box would answer you back and you think about how unbelievable that would sound I mean you can just hear encyclopedia sales guys you know going oh man I'm out of a job so you know, we have to look at technology and not be afraid of it. It's okay to be a little reticent of it, and we should be just a little bit. But we also have to look at it in a way that how do we utilize the good part of it? And that's how we build a strong foundation is by utilizing some of these free services to make sure we have accurate, timely, relevant, and available information about our businesses. Now, when we go to, you know, when we go to market a business, so let's say we're going to, you're going to advertise your, your farm, you're going to advertise your product. Well, somebody's going to see that advertisement. Chances are that advertisement is not going to get them to do something right away. It's going to be a considered thing. They're going to consider it for a while, and then they're going to reach back out. When they go to reach back out, if that ad is not still right in front of them, how do they do it? They have to find you. 
by being findable, by be, having your information available, means that ad worked because now they remembered your ad. Now they went and found you and made the, made the connection. And that really works when you start talking about traditional type advertising. If we're going to take an ad out in our local if you're, you're lucky enough to, t- to still have a local newspaper, let's say you take an ad out. Well, most likely, remember, people are going to search. They're going to look you up after they see your ad. You know, they're going to, you know, 97% of people, consumers, before they do business with a company, will check them out online, make sure they're legitimate. You know, I don't know if you listened to the last podcast where we talked about the penetration of the, the dark side of marketing, you know, 50% of all email is spam. People are naturally have become a little untrusting, a little skeptical of businesses and advertising in general by making sure that our information is, you know, hitting the four key ones, you know, accurate, timely, relevant, and available. We have now gained a little bit of trust. When we add reviews to that where we have people reviewing our company positively, now we have, now we've added even more to that trust factor. People are able to look us up and see that we are legitimate, that we're an actual business, that we're not, you know, there's no scam, there's no anything. We've provided trust. Now, my, you know, my grandfather taught me, you know, you shake, you shake somebody's hand, you look them in the eye, shake their hand, and then do what you say you're going to do. And we should still live our lives that way. Don't get me wrong. That is, that's the way I do business. I've done, I've done deals with companies on nothing more than a handshake. And those deals have lasted for years and both sides have honored their commitments and their agreements. And I have never had a problem. But when somebody doesn't know you, I mean, go back 50 years. How, how'd you do it? If you didn't know somebody, what did you do? Well, you asked around, say, hey, you know this guy? Good guy? Trustworthy? People are going to tell you, well, you know what? He's a pretty good guy. Does what he says he's going to do. Never stiffed me for a payment. He's, you know, he's pretty good for his word. That's how you earned trust. In today's world, consumers, and this is, we're, you know, again, we're talking about people who are not, in that, you know, they're, they're not friends or friends of friends. We're, we're, we're talking about consumers in general when people are looking up our businesses and looking up how we do business. They're looking at ways because they don't know us and they don't know people who know us. They're looking at our business and its public image. They're going to look up. Are we legitimate? Do we do we have a website? Do we have listings? Can you find a phone number when you call it? Does somebody answer? And then they're going to look at reviews and they, they build this first impression of trust. Do they trust us? Have we earned just by making sure that our information is, you know, accurate, timely, relevant, and, and available? Because we've done that, we've earned that first step towards building a trusting relationship. Now, how do we do it? How do we go about how do we go about building this platform? Well, it's easy. Google just changed the name of it. It used to be called Google My Business. 
It's now called uh, Google Business Profile. That's a good one. Probably, you know, I would say that one at this particular moment, probably, you know, go create a Google Business Profile. Create a business page. And, and remember, make the distinction on Facebook. And we'll talk about social media and the, the different types and things. But there's a difference between a personal page and a business page in Facebook's environment. And a business page has a different type of structure. Make sure we have a business page. It's free. And make sure your information is there. If you're, you know, if you're selling to a younger demographic, you you probably want to go ahead and stretch beyond Facebook and look at Instagram and Snapchat and, you know, TikTok and all the other all the other social media platforms that are tending to trend more towards younger, younger people. But, you know, when you talk about pure penetration into the market, Google, Facebook, and then start down the path of all of the others, you know, and there are a ton so, you know, it can be done for free. Now, it takes a lot of time to do that. And I'm not going to kid you, you'll set up more accounts and usernames and passwords that you'll have to manage. It, it, it's to maintain information across them all. It takes a lot of time. There are services out there. My agency, we offer, we've, we offered them, um, still do some, so we still do. Uh, there are services out there where you can pay a fee a month. It can be anywhere from, oh, I don't know, it's like 15 to to $100 a month. And it gives you access to a way to manage all of them in one place. It's a big time saver. Big, big, big time saver, especially during a point when during the pandemic, for example, when Everybody was switching their hours around, and how was contact done? Was there contactless uh, uh, pickup and, and and stuff like that? You wanted that information to be out there. Well, man, these services were worth their weight in gold because we were able to make those changes for our, our customers' clients. We were able to make those changes very, very, very quickly. Most times, in less than twenty four hours, we could have it live on all of the major major sites. So there is there are services out there, and. This this podcast is not about me selling anything to you. This is just me trying to explain how this is how this is done. But when you think about building that platform, the first part of building a strong foundation for virtually any small business. Again, I'm focused on helping farmers, food based businesses, building. A strong foundation by making sure we have all of our available contact information, pickup locations, deliver all of this type of information that our customers need in order to do business with us, making sure it's accurate, making sure that when there are updates that they're made in a timely manner, making sure that the information about our business is relevant to our customers and are giving them information about our business – 